Hello everyone, I'm Mr Fleming and I'm one of the deputy head teachers at Sedgefield and I'm looking forward to meeting you all in September. Chapter 28, Smain. I walk closer to the cavern across angry biting rocks. Mouse trap is on my neck, Ivan by my side. Yuri clambers up a cliff to our left with Eleanor on his back and Blackiston flying above. The air shimmers and my senses sharpen. Yuri's hooves sound like thunder. Blackiston's wing beats flash like lightning. Eleanor adjusts her bow and the swish of her hair is a gale. Ivan knocks a tiny rock and it feels like an avalanche. My own heart is an earthquake inside me because we're about to face May. The cavern is only a few paces away. From deep inside shines a blood red light so bright it hurts my eyes. My gaze drifts up and over the cavern to the lime tree, peeking through dark shifting clouds. The tree's bark looks smooth but tough, like Mamoka's hands. The branches reach out like her arms when she throws them around me for a hug. And for a moment I smell lime blossoms, reminding me so much of Mamoka that tears well in my eyes. I breathe out slowly and step forward as gently as possible, one foot after the other. And with each step, I tell myself, we can do this, we can kill Smay's anger and save the lime tree, and Sasha, and me. I feel so foolish. I had to walk deep into the forest before I understood what I was leaving behind. I had to lose what I had before I realised how much I loved it. And I had to look back into my past to see what I want in my future, which is a family who loves me. And I already had one in Mamoka and Sasha and Anatoly. Sometimes I struggle to fit in at the village, but now I'm far away and miss everything about it. Some struggles, I realise now, are worth it. Just like facing Smay will be worth it, so I can make everything right. I stop still in front of the cavern mouth. Ivan is slightly ahead of me. His dark body, a dark silhouette against the shining light, appears tiny beneath the gaping entrance. The glow from the cavern intensifies and tendrils of thick grey smoke curl towards us. I squint, trying to see what lies beyond them, but I can't. Then... Flames lick out and swirl together into a long, writhing ribbon. I stare open-mouthed as the burning ribbon thickens and rises into a column. A glowing eye and a dazzling, fang-filled mouth flash inside the fire. The mouth opens slowly with a gentle hiss, then darts forwards, erupting into a ball of flames that roars like a hurricane. Ivan, run! I shout as I bolt away from the heat. But Ivan doesn't follow. I hear his snarls all emanating from the same spot. I glance back and an arrow whooshes past, so close that it parts the hair on my neck. Sorry, Eleanor shouts from the ledge in the cliff behind us. Misfired! The arrow soars into the distance and Blackiston and Ivan chase after it. The fire dragon grows wider and taller. I gaze in horror and awe as Smay takes shape. Three long necks unfurl and writhe like snakes in the air. On the end of each neck, 
is a jagged angular head with a pointed snout. With a crack like burning pine cones, a wide grin splits each of the three heads and my courage fractures too. Three sets of flickering blue-green fangs rain droplets of fire that hiss and sizzle on the ground and three forked tongues flash out like daggers of lightning. I back away, anger and fear wrestling inside me. This is Smay, who killed my parents, who sends fires through, through the snow forest every year and who is now standing between me and the tree that could save both Sasha and myself. I want to defeat him more than anything, to fix my grandfather's mistake and make everything right. But faced with this behemoth of furious fire, I'm not sure how to do it. Smay expands until he fills the sky. His three heads whip blindly around, nostrils high as if smelling the air. His eyes are dark and empty, all except one, which is a swirl of colour, orange, red, purple and blue. It must be true about my about my birth mother shooting fire of Smay's eyes. The dark and empty sockets are proof that her arrows quashed his flames, if only in those five small areas. My chest swells with pride and hope, because if Smay's flames can be put out, then, then he can be defeated. The colourful eye finds me and flares brighter, then all three heads dive straight towards me. A wall of heat punches the breath from my lungs and I scramble backwards on all four paws, heart pounding. I look around frantically, trying to spot something, anything I can use as a weapon. There's no sign of Ivan, Blakiston or the arrow. My gaze settles on a massive boulder above the cavern entrance and I run for it, but the steep slope slows me down and I hear the roar of Smay drawing closer. Mousetrap's claws dig painfully into my ear as he grips me tight, but I'm so relieved he's still with me I don't mind. Acrid whiffs of charring leather sting my snout as heat burns through the wraps covering my paws. But I keep my eyes fixed on the boulder. At the edge of my vision I see Smay's heads tracking me, his long necks undulating alongside me. Eels of thick black smoke roll from his mouths and gnaw at my throat. My heart avalanches into my ribs and my lungs tighten like pine cones in the rain. But finally I reach the boulder, which is nestled among thick, tangled roots, and I shelter behind it. I tear at the ground, shredding what remains of my leather paw coverings and throwing ashy soil into the air. Smay smoke surrounds me, clogging and choking my air airways. I hold my breath and dig faster and deeper. For a moment I think the roots move to help me, but it must be the shifting smoke on my imagination. When I think I've freed the boulder, I push it as hard as I can. It doesn't budge. I throw my whole weight at it and roar. Slowly, slowly it shifts, teeters, and with a final great push, tumbles over the cavern entrance, straight towards Smay's chest. He tries to shift out of the way, but he's too big and too slow. A thunderous bang rocks the volcano. Spark-filled air rushes up and swirls around me. I edge forwards and peer down. Far below, 
Where the dragon blazed a moment ago lies the boulder. A tiny ring of orange flames flickers around it. I did it! I'm so amazed that I start to cheer in my roaring bare voice. But before the sound has left my mouth, Smay's flames rise again from beneath the boulder, curling and swirling together, even brighter and hotter than before. Then Ivan, the glint of the blue-white arrow flashing in his jaws, charges towards the dragon. But with every step closer, Smay grows bigger. The dragon's three heads form again and blast upwards until they hover over Ivan like angry clouds, howling with the storm wind's laughter. Ivan lets out a blood-chilling snarl and tears straight through the centre of the dragon. No! I shout and run towards him, skidding and tumbling down the slope. But Ivan is inside the dragon already, a dark blur engulfed by flames. My heart drum rolls. Ivan lashes his head from side to side and the tip of the arrow shines a bright, brilliant white. Smay's flames split where the arrow slices through them and he bellows in pain. He swirls around a mass of red fire and I stare into the chaos, desperately trying to spot Ivan again. I see him right in the centre of the swirl, still slashing at Smay's flames through his though his fur is ablaze. Ivan! I yell. Stop! Come back! But he doesn't hear me or chooses not to. I have to get him out of Smay before he burns up completely. So I take a deep breath and run towards him, into the fire. Flames snap at my snout, my ears and my eyes, but I grip my teeth and charge on until I reach Ivan. He swings his head once more and the arrowhead slices a deep dark gash through the very centre of Smay. A scream surges from the wound and I glimpse a pulsing beating heart made of fire. Ivan lunges forwards to tear through Smay's heart but an explosion of light and heat bursts out in all directions flinging us backwards. Ivan whimpers in pain as he lands awkwardly and the arrow flies from his mouth. I watch it land a few yards away. I look from the arrow to Smay's burning heart, exposed in the depths of a dark wound. I could run to the arrow, grab it, and tear it through the heart myself. But I look back at Ivan. He's still, his fur smouldering. I bound over to him and gather him in my front paws. Then I rise onto my back legs and stumble out of Smay's flames. Blinded by the darkness, away from the light, I struggle up to the ledge where Eleanor is calling for us. Behind her is a patch of snow. I collapse into it and throw cold slush over Ivan and myself until our fur stops smoking. Ivan struggles to his feet. Did I defeat Smay? He asks, but as he looks behind me, dragon fire reflects in his eyes and his face drops. I turn and follow his gaze. My heart sinks. Smay has reformed and is growing larger with every moment. I failed, Ivan growls. His face disappears into shadows as the last rays of sunset sink into the ocean behind us. 
Darkness rises all around, broken only by the raging flames of Smey. You haven't failed, I shake my head, staring into the flames. Look at him. There's something unbalanced about Smey, and the dark wound Ivan inflicted has revealed his beating heart. You cut all the way to his heart, I whisper. I'm sure he'll be easier to defeat now. But I frown and bite my lip, because I don't know how to fight Smey without the arrow. Then Blackiston swoops towards us, straight out of Smey's chest. The tips of his wings are on fire, but he has the arrow in his claws. Hope surges through me. I hold my breath as one of Smey's heads snaps at Blackiston, but he swerves out of the way and drops the arrow into Eleanor's lap. Then he lands beside me and rolls over, dousing his feathers in snow. This time, the Yaga girl will pierce Smey's heart. Yuri lifts his head and stands tall and steady. I look at Eleanor, anticipation tingling under my fur. She fits the arrow to her bow and draws back the string. Smey's heart is less than ten yards away and is as, is as big as Ivan. But as she takes aim, Smey swirls around. His heart disappears into the flames and reappears in a different place. This is impossible, Eleanor groans as she tries to adjust her aim. Then she frowns, lowers her bow and peers at something on the ground in front of Smey. Something tiny. Mousetrap, she yells. Come back. It's only then that I realise Mousetrap is no longer curled around my ear, but is stood in front of Smey limbering up. Mousetrap, I cry. Come back here. But he just smiles and starts to dance. <laughs>